Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so sorry for what you're dealing with. Or nine family members were taken by Hamas. Two have been released, three killed. How, how are you coping? You know, coping is a, is a, is a really big word. I think uh, each and every day I wake up and I just start doing everything I can, uh, everything I, in my power to try to bring them back in any means necessary. Two of your family members were released, Judith and her teenage daughter, Natalie Renan. Describe the moment when you saw those two family members walk across the border from Gaza. They've been through hell. Uh, they got back in the same clothes that they were kidnapped in. We were, were relieved by their release and thankful for the American administration and President Joe Biden for the efforts to bring them back. It gave us a lot of hope for returning the other family members and all the other hostages. Have they spoken to you about those weeks in captivity? Uh, we spoke a lot. What has been said in these conversations are between us. We're just happy to ha have them back. And with that, we don't have the privilege to celebrate uh, as well as the privilege to mourn our dead family members uh, which was buried through through these days I can't allow myself to really open myself to feel something because it can break me down and I really need to to keep going uh, every second until they are all back. Of all the family members that have been taken hostage by Hamas, the youngest is just three years old. What are your hopes for the, for the coming days, the coming weeks, in terms of getting news of your loved ones? When you see the innocence of someone who has her, literally her whole life ahead of her and then you you try to imagine where she is now under a tunnel at gunpoint she's three years old we are at a point that any any news is good news uh, we hope for any sign of life uh, Shanique your uh, your cousin Raymond mm -hmm. and her husband Yagiv were captured by Hamas what do you know about what happened to them? My cousin got into a safe room and at 7 in the morning um, she started to say that she sees terrorists outside of her window. Um, the kibbutz is built um, line by line. The houses are line by line. So she saw them moving line by line using explosives, um, yelling, shooting. So at 8.25 in the morning she texted her mum and said, Mom, they're shooting at us. The window is shattered. She then left her mom a voice message at 8.30 in the morning. She told her that she loves her, she loves her dearly, and she's sorry she's not there with her. Um, and that was it. And at 3.30, uh, when 
the army rained control in the kibbutz. They found the house, glass shattered, bullet holes, signs of struggle, some blood, and they were gone. And Shanique, Hamas has released a video of your cousin pleading for a ceasefire. We're not going to show that video, but I would like to gauge your reaction upon seeing that and hearing what she said. So first and foremost, thank you for not showing it. Um, secondly, when I saw the video, my first reaction was to smile because she's alive. Just imagine for three weeks not knowing, over three weeks now, not knowing if she's alive or dead, not knowing if she's well. Several hostages have been released or rescued. Does that give you hope? It's a very tricky question because I have hope. I've had hope for the past three and a half weeks, but we're dealing with a terror organization. The Israeli Prime Minister has said, has rejected calls for a ceasefire, saying now is the time for war. Qatar, which is negotiating hostage releases, has said that would jeopardize our negotiations. What do you think about that risk? I plead and even demand that anyone who has any influence on this matter put the hostages on the first priority. The community that was affected the most on October 7th was a community that fought the most for coexistence and believed in peace and did everything in their power to push for it. We are peaceful people. We want peace. We don't want revenge. If I can turn to you, Ilan, your sister-in-law, Aviva, and her husband, Keith, aged in their 60s, grandparents, taken hostage by Hamas. What can you tell us about them? Um, Aviva uh, has dedicated her life to um, she's a kindergarten a caretaker. She takes care of babies. She, her, her life is family. Um, my wife Sandy says all the time that if Aviva is in Gaza and, and if she's taking care of babies, she's going to be okay because that's her life. Keith um, uh, is just like one of these like very friendly uh, he comes to any any place he comes says hello to everyone he's just super friendly both of them are just you know gentle people it's the last thing I would ever imagine you know for them thank you so much for sharing your stories and I really hope that you are reunited with your loved ones very soon thank you thank you thank you for having us